Panthers, what can I get for you? Does Santa really work in the North Pole? Uh, no, he don't work. He lays on the couch and he drinks all day. He's trifling. I have to pay all the bills. <laughs> he kind of like your mama. Now, bye. <laughs> Next. Welcome, everyone, to the Pantheon of M. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. It is the week. It is the third one day of the month, and this is when I get to review a Razzie-nominated film. And today, I chose A Medea's Christmas. It is a film starring Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry, and produced by Tyler Perry. It's based on a stage play that Tyler Perry wrote. Amadeus Christmas, which I had no idea going into this. Now, this film got nominated for six Razzies. It won for Best Actress, Medea. And I will say that it's a little uncalled for. I will stand up for a bit on this one saying it had a theatrical release. It had a budget of $25 million. It doubled its budget back. It made $52 million in the, in the box office, in, both in U.S. and Canada, and an extra million abroad. So worldwide, it took in like $53 million, which, you know what? It made a profit. So you can't uh, faulted for that. Now, however, it received six Razzie nominations, which means it ties it with Sandler's Jack and Jill, one of the worst films in Razzie history, it, uh, Battlefield Earth with John, with John Travolta, and After Earth with Will Smith. All three films are, are notoriously known for being Razzies or bad films. Now, that being said, for New Year's Eve, we're doing a review of Howard the Duck, a film that is considered a classic bad film, a classic brassy film. Now, that movie had, did not have an audience. There was no audience base built for Howard the Duck. No one's ever seen a movie like Howard the Duck, whereas with Tyler Perry's film, the Medea film, there is a built-in audience. Perry has developed a empire, if you will, uh, of an audience. He has a TV series. Uh, I think it's like Meet the Browns, uh, House of Pain, uh, you know, which has been spanning for a number of years. He's had, a, 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 I think, about eight or maybe a dozen Medea films, and then films that are not necessarily Medeas, but other films that he's amassed. And he has made a billion-dollar empire. He's not as rich as Oprah, but he has an empire that works, and he knows what works for his, uh, his fans and what works for him and what he can write to. And that says volumes about his creativity and the fact that he had, like Sandler, he pays it forward to uh, people he's worked with. Uh, he's generous with his, with his uh, charity work and his people he's worked with. And everyone has said really good things about Perry and his work ethic and what he contributes. And uh, he's been on Oprah's special and he's uh, he comes across as a really, uh, he's a man who's had a troubled life, you know, growing up, but like, but that's his pathology and we're not going to go into that. Uh, speaking specifically on the Medea movie, and that's where I'm going to get to now. Uh, the film is heavily criticized by critics, and the, but his fans uplifted it, and yes, it did really well in the box office. Um, I will say this. I am not a huge uh, Tyler Perry fan, though my first movie of Tyler Perry was Alex Cross, which is a spinoff of novels uh, based on the Morgan Freeman's character, uh, Kiss the Girls, uh, and uh, starts opposite Matthew Fox. So it kind of has like a ricochet uh, feel to that. I don't, if, I don't know if you've seen that movie with Denzel, and it's a really good movie too. Uh, anyways, the films I've seen in Tyler Perry are only, th I think, four. I've seen uh, Gone Girl, which he has a, a supporting role, which is, I think, really, really well. I think that role, he's that role for him was really well done. And uh, Alex Cross. I've seen only three Tyler Perry Esque movies, and that's uh, Acrimonium, uh, Boo 2, and uh, Medea's uh, Halloween, and uh, Medea's Funeral. The last two uh, I did because of the podcast. And Acrimonium, I did it for a podcast, for a different podcast um, a couple years back. But uh, so I'm not going to say that I'm uh, an aficionado of 
Tyler Perry's work. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, a fan necessarily because I, I, I'm a, I like his body. I like the body work I've seen so far because the stuff I've seen is kind of fun or crazy. But the uh, a lot of his work talking to like other people I've known, like Evie, who's seen I think most of his work, uh, it's an allegory for um, you know after school special. Uh, issues like infidelity, like spousal abuse, like abuse, uh, financial hardships, and it could be very dramatic. A lot of it is very dramatic and very hard-hitting tones, and he doesn't flinch away from these tones. With the Medea movies, Medea kind of offsets those harsh tones. Uh, it it sprink Medea sprinkled in here and there to offset the, and give some levity to things that that he actually, when he goes deep and it targets it, he actually goes hard and actually targets. Um, heart issues, um, though it's wrapped up in an allegory to, to suggest, you know, infidelity, spousal abuse, um, domestic abuse, both mental and physical abuse, um, uh, you know, racism, that's a big factor, in, you know, and, you know, keeping it black and white. Uh, something I'm not necessarily comfortable uh, seeing that's comedy, because I think that's, um, I know they, they use it as a tool to, um, as a plot device, but sometimes it's overkill. And I don't think I don't think it's always necessary to do that for the sake of that joke. It's, I just think it's a lower lower hanging fruit personally. But okay, Medea. So let me just get into this movie. So the movie itself is about Medea. His great niece uh, gets gets Medea a job, um, and Medea loses the job in the first day. Uh, and uh, the purpose, I think, if I'm looking at from what I've known of uh, Tyler Perry films like uh, Medea's Funeral. Um, the plot is like you have a, a, a plot which kind of gets everyone together to this one location with a funeral. Everyone's going to be at this motel at this one time. And at that one time, we get the body. With this one, uh, we have um, Medea's great niece's daughter is living in the country with, uh, and she's not coming home for Christmas. So the reason why Medea is coming is because the phone call that, uh, that, the, niece, that the great niece has is at the same time, the same date that Medea is hired and then fired, and and they go for cross country to visit the niece and find out why she's not coming home for Christmas. Okay, so the the I, I say racism is because the the daughter has not told the mother that she's married to a white man. Um, it is in Alabama, in a town, a fictional town, and uh, Chad Michael Murray's in it. Larry, Larry the Cable Guy's in it, and Larry the Cable Guy is funny uh when he's on screen it is amazing not to take away from tyler perry there's about two three scenes that perry does as medea that is uh that surprises you one of the one one of the things when they uh, travel across country is that medea walks into a, a clan meeting like literally walks into the cl a clan meeting and then takes off and that's um more for a shock value and just kind of fun there's another scene where uh the township is suffering financially there's a drought uh, and we find out there's a reason for the drought um but uh, the staff there, uh, or it's the short staff, is a teacher. Oh, sorry, the, the daughter's a teacher. The, the, the school is short staff, so Medea comes in for the day to help teach a class. And Medea's very gangster-like. She's like doc, the doctor of thugonomics. So when a little girl steals Medea's purse, uh, that gangster comes out. And uh, the reaction, the result of that doesn't uh, bode well for the daughter who, has, who asked Medea to come in to help out. But... So there are scenes in that in this movie that uh, has a shock value. It's extreme comedy, if you will, to help up uplift and counterbalance the harsh tones uh, of racism, of, uh, of of 
oh, suggested abuse, um, hardships. Uh, there, yeah, there are there are various things, and but the racism card is is a, is a, is a very heavy card in this one. Um, there's a scene where there's a little boy named Bailey. You you're thinking that maybe this child is being abused because he's coming in late and he see as a secret, or or he's not talking about his parents too well. And we find out that the uh, that the boy's father is the brother of her new husband, and um, so the, everything's connected, and it's sort of like uh, convenient to to do so. Uh, overall, I will give this movie a seven out of ten. Uh, it has its moments. Uh, there's a fan base for Tyler Perry, unlike Howard the Duck, who that didn't have a fan base. Uh, people didn't understand Howard. No one's seen Howard, so. But with Tyler Perry, there is a fan base. People are comfortable with Medea. The movie came out in 2013. There is a a number of years, like almost 20 years of Medea now, covering over, I think, 12 films, 8 films, something like that. And there's also a bunch of other films that are not Medea-based, like Diary, is it Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I think it's a Medea movie or not Medea. I have no idea. But anyway, so the point is, yeah, there is a fan base of Perry's work. Uh, there are people who are familiar with the Medea character and some people who love it. Uh, to me, like um, Sandler, uh, you know, these are people who are the next generation of Eddie Murphy, who's, who, who's done Norbit, who's did The Clumps. So Jack and Jill was probably like the closest thing that Sandler did to like The Clumps. Uh, Medea is, is like a very... Um, smart version of doing the clumps not necessarily nor or norbit and but like and it's done wisely and and sporadically and he only uses medea when there's a good idea he has the, to use the character which is why he's kind of like retired the character now and you're not seeing too many medeas in the future uh he said that he might medea's funeral might have been the last one we don't know. There might be one more in the works, um, so I couldn't tell you. But like overall, uh, the film is a double feature. I will say uh, Medea's Halloween, because I've seen that one. It's fun. That one has not, it's not an allegory for any kind of harsh uh, after-school special stories. It really is for laughs. It is kind of fun. Um, and there's no like infidelity. There's no race card. There's no like It's just a fun movie uh, for a family, and it's Halloween. It's a Halloween theme. As whereas this one, there are certain themes that are maybe a little that's heavy-handed, sort of, and uh, you know, and it's, you feel that, um, you know. But that's just it. Uh, there is uh, there is a balance, I'm gonna say. But overall, uh, I I did not hate this film, but is this is not a film that I would go out to go see specifically for myself. But there are some fun parts in this. Uh, how Medea gets fired. Uh, Medea walking to a clan, Medea treating this little girl who stole a purse from her as uh, being very thug thugonomic-like is kind of fun. But Larry the Cable Guy, hands down, is the funniest part of this film. When he's on the screen, um, he's he's gold. And uh, I can't say nothing about uh, how much Perry ha is so, um, you know, has written something that works for t uh, Larry the Cable Guy, and it and they really work well together. If he comes back to do another, another Medea movie, I would probably go see that because um, his brand of comedy and as subtle as it is too, it's really good. And there's the family dynamic with him and uh, Kathy Njami, who plays the, the the parents of Connor. That's his daughter's uh, new husband. Uh, they're the parents, and they're on board. They know what's going on, uh, and uh, there is. <laughs> There are things about it that um, 
that's heavy-handed, but like at least they make the, the movie palatable. They make it really fun, and you could connect with these uh, you know, salt of the earth people in, in, a, in a really fun, uh, loving way. And over that, I will say the movie is worth watching. Um, there, there is points about it that will like, that you can gravitate to, and don't think it's uh, for a large mass audience. Um, but uh, if you're familiar with Perry's work, this might be for you. This has, I think, all the trappings of what makes Medea work. And there are uh, humor that's very, very raw, and there's humor that's very sentimental and loving, and uh, there are points to this. Uh, the ending is the basically moment of truth ending, of course, with all these great movies. I don't like it. Uh, it's sort of like, again, heavy-handed in one way, but... Um, it, there is a Christmas message to it. There's a Christmas spirit to this, and uh, you probably might. It will. Um, it it has a fair balance. Uh, so with that, I want to thank you. Uh, as, as as we get close to the end of the year and the holiday spirit, we wish everyone, I wish all of you a very merry Christmas and happy New Year. Uh, we have a couple more shows still lined up before the year's out, but until then, we will see you very soon. Take care. Okay, Medea, this is where you'll be working. Okay. I need y'all to go get me some scratch off. There's two or three of them. Yeah, I need some help. Hold on, because somebody's screaming at me. I'm getting ready to choke the hell out of her. Mom, I'm not going to be able to come home this year. It's Christmas. I'll come up there. I could ask your Aunt Medea to come with me. Your daughter is grown. Leave her alone. I'll pay you. What time you going to leave? Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Who are you? I'm Connor. Mama, Daddy. <laughs> well, Miss Bidet, looks like we're gonna be spending Christmas dinner together this year. Did you hear the one about the two rabbis and the black dude? Did you hear the one about the straight bullet that killed the redneck for telling the story about the two rabbis and the black dude? This holiday season. Lacey, yeah. you do not have a Christmas tree? Just leave this child alone. She's living her life. She's happy out here in the farm playing old McDonald's. <laughs>